right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Give Me Back My Action Movies, the podcast. The first episode in December, I believe, yes. if my release schedule is correct. Also, the first episode after Thanksgiving. So, uh, I'm hoping that everyone had a nice, good, fun, happy, low-stress Thanksgiving uh we uh are recording this before thanksgiving so i i don't know how mine is yet charlie how's yours been i i don't know yet i gotta go to good all, answer i gotta go to yeah, ohio we... and it's not the same as the southern thanksgiving so i've instituted a new holiday called thanksgiving Two, the second serving <laughs> the second serving <laughs> thanksgiving Two, the second that's good i like that i like that that's pretty good. I like that. Because yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm hurting, man. I'm, I'm going to be missing my deviled eggs, my butterscotch pie. We have a big family group text chat that we have, and it, they've been like taunting me with it. It's not look, funny. Look, I get, I get along with, with, with the sisters in uh, family. I, I like them. They're fine. Everything's good. Well, most of them, and <laughs> one in particular who who wanted to shout the title once, but we won't get into that conversation. We'll leave that for another episode. <laughs> yeah, um, but my thing is, how do you have Thanksgiving without deviled eggs? Look, man, you don't. And the problem is, like, what people call deviled eggs are not what our deviled eggs are here. Yeah. it's yeah, mom, uh, You don't put pickles in deviled eggs. Period. My mother-in-law is not allowed to come to the holiday unless she brings about two dozen of them and she does so and it's 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 egg yellow stuff paprika done yeah yeah it's, it's I, it. It, you it's, can't it's mess simple. it up just no not as heavy on the mayonnaise i don't want them runny i like a little stiff yellow uh, yolk yeah. going on in there i and, know you uh, like it stiff i know i know you do it well, just so happens why you gotta that. take it why you gotta take it there chuck <laughs> who was who was that who is this somebody else <laughs> talking <laughs> Well, as everyone can see by the description of this episode, we have a special guest with us uh, tonight, and it'll be, um, I guess, the debut for the network anyway, yes. but not to the podcasting airwaves, not to the intranet, but we have Jimmy Street. And he is, he's waving at me. Jimmy, uh, you can hear him currently on the Live and in Living Color with Wolfie D podcast. Yes. Where he uh, he, he does that podcast with uh, former professional wrestler Wolfie D. He will be on the upcoming podcast, Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling, that will be hosted uh, in tandem with me. What? Anyway, yeah, that's me, Jimmy Street. Yeah, and I drive the car on the. Oh, there he is! Show. Whoa. <laughs> so anyway, I was gonna say, uh, is Chuck's mom is the undisputed heavyweight champion of Deviled Eggs, by the way. So, um, basically, if she's not there and she's not making them, we don't eat them. That's just the belief in the family. So, yeah, you just don't show up that day. Yeah, right. Granny's not making the eggs. Okay, so uh, a little bit of housekeeping for a couple of people that's going to be curious. A, Jimmy is Charlie's cousin. Yes. Two, Jimmy is the only person that gets away with calling Charlie Chuck. Yep. I mean, I do occasionally, but it's more of just a poking him in the uh, in the ribs kind of thing. 
Um, I also am the only person that gets away with making him Aquaman, which if we have enough requests on the Facebook page, I have that picture. I don't know who said you get away with it. You just flip and do it without my consent. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's good enough. So uh, this episode is The Condemned. And one of the reasons we picked this episode is because, obvious reason, the uh, lead, the star of said film, is one Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep, 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 yep. What? Give me a hell yeah. <laughs> oh, what? there's... What? What? <laughs> So we're going to do this movie because of the wrestling tie-in of WWE Films, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and one Nathan Jones. Yes. Oh, yeah. Which, so that's why we have Jimmy on this as kind of an introduction to everyone out there. Now, once this, uh, the, the, the wrestling podcast is up and running, it'll be on the separate feed that is still going to be connected to the network. Correct, Charlie? Yeah, we're going to, so we don't get convoluted with a ton of shows on one feed. We're going to start a second feed that's going to, the first show is going to be Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. There will be another show following on to that towards the beginning of the year. And this network just keeps growing. I mean, everyone's heard if you're, if you have, if this is your first time listening, we have a podcast network with Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, Sludgecast doing their monster movie stomp downs. Give me back my action movies. Give me back my horror movies. And we felt like it's time to add some wrestling to the mix. And Ooh, yeah, an man. unannounced show that is kind of going to be its own thing, but still ties right in with what we're doing. So, yeah, a lot yeah. of stuff getting ready to happen yeah. for 2022. Yeah. It's it's going to be like this the whole episode, everybody. Just just brace <laughs> yourselves. Sorry. It's all wrestling yeah. impersonations <laughs> and us going, what? <laughs> so, with The Condemned, this is a movie. So, we thought about a couple of different movies that we thought about doing this one with obvious wrestling tie-ins. Yeah. We thought about The Expendables, but that's on the back burner for something else. We're still going to do it, but we, we're, we've got plans for it. Yeah. What? Uh, another... What the other real obvious one that we could have done is they live, but again, we've got that on a back burner thing. Uh, if you don't know why that's obvious, then yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you at that point. It, so we had a few ideas, and then we came up with this one yesterday, and this was actually Charlie's idea. He's like, "Why don't we do the condemned?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, hell yeah, let's do the condemned." And I hadn't seen it in a little while. It probably been a couple years since I had seen it. I think. Uh, and so when he, you mentioned it, I was like, oh yeah, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. What? I decided we'd watch that because it, it was, it was, fa- you know what? We're going to play a game. What, what is Jimmy and what, what is, is Steve? That's the, you know, <laughs> what, what, what? <laughs> yeah. See, it's hard to tell which one's which. Uh, thank you. So, uh, so we watched the condemned. I'm going to go ahead and fire off the trailer now. Is about to go online. 
these contestants were already dead. Each was on death row. After 30 hours, I will set the last one left alive, free. The players. Ruthless killers. Boom. The game. Stay alive. Game on. Seven action, I believe it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh yeah! From WWE Films, and uh, who did uh, who distributed this one again? Was um this was Lionsgate? Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Yeah. 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 So filmed in Brisbane, Queensland, Australia. Nice. Australia. Um. It was uh, released April 27, 2007. Now, I don't have an estimated budget on this, but I can tell you that the worldwide gross was 8642858 and a runtime of 1 hour and 53 minutes. How much was Jimmy? How you, much was uh, Yeah, go ahead. How much did they spend on the movie? How much was the uh, estimated cost of the movie? It's not listed on this one, so I don't a hundred percent know. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to chalk that up to Vince not wanting to tell us anything. But what? Uh, you know, <laughs> exactly. But you know, the film itself, like I said, I I really enjoy the film, and we're going to get into a little bit of why we chose why this actually fits the criteria of the give me back my action movie kind of mindset that we try to do here on the show but with you know uh, charlie looking somewhat quizzical in his little window down there that i'm looking at you're doing fine man i'm doing research real quick you're researching okay then i'll I'll ramble with jimmy jimmy you being the guest on this episode why don't you tell me your initial thoughts on the condemned when you first remember seeing it and, uh, and, 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 well, and yeah, do that. Yeah. I, I definitely, uh, first remember seeing it, uh, of course, because of Steve Austin, I believe I went to, oh man, I think I saw it on DVD, um, at home, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think I saw this in the theater. Um, I would have loved to have seen it in the theater. The, there's a couple things on this movie that I feel like I, one of them is this movie why did it seem more possible at the time of release than it does now? Like, think about it. That, that, that would never happen now. But if you think about it at the time, I was like, that's about to happen. Survivor, you know, all these things. It feels like, (laughs) it feels like that, that one was only for a small amount of time. And maybe the world is too soft for this kind of uh, reality show to happen. Um, but that you just answered it. It was yeah. the Survivor TV show was hot 
So it was like, you know, everything needed to be televised. They didn't right. care. They just needed a new angle and this fit. And it kind of went in line, like what Dan was asking about, why does this fit the narrative of give me back my action movies is this movie harkens back to things like running man, oh, you know, yeah. where it was like, take con- convicts, pit them against unsurmountable odds and the winner wins freedom and lots and lots of money. Yeah. Um, so it Not. worked. And then you throw in wrestlers who are basically Greek gods that are on television at the time. What? Right. What? 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 Yeah. I'm I telling you, I'll also, just get used to it. Just, just buckle in for the Watts today. Yeah, because most people, you know, at the time, a lot of wrestling fans hated the what when it was going on. But I kind of love it now. But um, you, the, you, what you said exactly on that one, that one, you know, to me, it seems so much more logical that that would happen. The other thing is, is that, you know, it introduced us, well, it, it gave us another glimpse at Nathan Jones, the worst, best wrestler ever. Uh, the guy, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, looked right? like the perfect, if you drew a professional wrestler, you would say, no, that's not perfect. I'm here's Nathan Jones. This is the perfect guy. Um, he, right. He was, I, I, perfect for a pro wrestler you know every movie he's in you're just like that is a mountain of a dude that dude just put him in a wrestling ring and he could just pick dudes up one-armed and throw them into the stands not even out of the ring they would be like mid-level in the seats yeah but and well for those that don't know who nathan jones is he was in uh was it Troy? He was the big uh gladiator looking guy that they sent against Achilles. And then he was most famously known as Rictus in Mad Max Fury Road, where he rips the top of an engine off as he crashes through the mountain. And my yeah. favorite character in the movie. Oh yeah. Aside from Max. I mean of everybody course. loves Max, but yeah. Rictus is a strong, <laughs> strong number two. Yeah, strong. Uh, yeah, and not not to mention he was also in uh, Scorpion King, Book of Souls, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. He was the Russian fighter pilot in that. Yeah, and in the 2021's Mortal Kombat is Riku. That's right. He was in that. He was the mm. like really giant looking. He had a lot of the the special yeah. effects makeup on, so it didn't like look like him, yeah. but it was built like him. Yeah, and he was also in the uh, Momoa uh, Conan. Ah, yeah, I remember him in that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yep. But you're right, Nathan Jones, so we actually had, like I said, two wrestlers in this, Steve and and, and Nathan Jones, and Nathan Jones, uh, Jimmy will get into a little bit more, but he, uh, as as the Mach would say, had a cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah with the WWE and uh, did not last much longer, but like we, uh, you know, you and I were talking earlier, Jimmy, how he, you know, he's done okay for himself now on the silver screen. Totally. In fact, I mean, he he went, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I mean, in fact, he's, he's doing the exact thing that most wrestlers wish they were doing is that he, he got his foot in the door in Hollywood and opened it up for himself. I mean, you know, I, I was going to say the exact same thing, except I was going to say like he just bypassed the wrestling and jumped right into Hollywood, which is what all the you know wrestlers as they get to the peak of their performance and popularity is to just transfer into you know wrestle you know uh, movies. Right. And this right. movie is also like when I quit 
you guys watch a lot more wrestling than I do, and I quit watching like right after the Attitude Era. But yes. that was also at the height of Austin and Rock and you know H and all these guys that were at the peak of their performance. You know, because it was what? exactly what because it was WWE Studios started out with The Rock. I mean, they did right. the the rundown and Walking Tall was a couple of their first ones, and then. Mm-hmm. For some odd reason, and it, it worked, is they threw Kane in a horror movie, yeah. and it took off. People loved it, and uh, this movie followed like the very next year. So you know, WWE was kind of unstoppable at the at the late two thousands. They were doing we it. hit two thousand tens. Yeah, yeah. So this movie, you know, I was watching it last evening again, and I I told Charlie about this offline that it felt to me a lot like a uh canon film and what i mean by that is there are actors in it that are real high top b level actors low a level some some good mid carters in there oh yeah people like people knew who steve austin was people know who vinnie jones is people um now especially know who nathan jones manu bennett and Rick Hoffman, for example, yeah. all are right. And, but they're not the big cream of the crop. So like, you know, you think of Cannon, you think of Van Damme, you think of Chuck Norris, yeah. especially those two big names and they're big names and they're legendary. We know who they are and stuff, but at the time they weren't the De Niro's, the Harrison Ford's, the, Tom Cruise, I guess, kind of, you know, with Top Gun, the fame of that. And, you know, these quote unquote, a level high end actors, not even a Stallone or, or Schwarzenegger really, when you consider, you know, action genre, but yet the move, you know, the actors were, were good. They did what they did, you know, to, to, a to a good level and the movie cast them and, and, and did what they did with those guys. Yeah. The other thing was, it was made by a studio who you went, what are you, what are you guys doing making movies? You know, like <laughs> Canon, if you, if anyone has seen uh, the Canon documentary, you look at it and you go, neither one of you guys should have been making movies. What the hell? You just, you, you know, if you really kind of see the, the history behind them and then it was, uh, you know, distributed by other, you know, subsidiaries like this one had Lionsgate. Yeah. That's kind of how it felt to me when you think about it and then watching it, good action sequences, some good music in there, a story that maybe a little cliche in ways, but actually was worked. Serviceable worked. That's that's what you want in an action. But that that, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it is the same type of story elements of say, I don't know, Lionheart. Uh, brother gets killed. They're a drug head. He uh, he has to end up, or uh, DEA guy. Yeah. He, his other brother has to come back now. Has to fight in the ring. Da, da, da. Right. You know, you kind of just like they're pretty simple storylines. They could have been from GI Joe or whatever Saturday morning cartoon storyline, but that's okay. That's what you wanted in these action films, right? Yeah. And this right. is one of the later ones that carried that torch throughout. Yeah. You know, it, it and like you said, it is what the give me back part is and we want to shine a light on it and you know like i watch this movie and i immediately want to go watch no escape with you know ray liotta and ernie hudson from back in the 90s where they were on an island and they had to survive i want to watch running man you know the same premise 
And even so, there are even some newer movies that are along these lines, like Gamer with um, and his name uh, just Butler? left me. Yeah, Gerard Butler. Butler. Um, yeah, all these. What about what, what about Squid Game? Is this? I have a son. Have you seen Squid Game? I, I have. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Is, okay, so I haven't watched it either, but Squid Game's kind of like it is good. You're down your luck. You have to play this game, and if you don't, you get shot in the face or something, right? I mean, yeah, by I mean, one of the by one of the controller buttons from PlayStation shoot you or something. There was about one too many Facebook like posts about it that I was like, no, hey, I'm never watching this crap. But I, my <laughs> wife and I, Michelle, was like, let's watch Squid Game. Her nephews were talking about it, and. Uh, uh, her nephews are similar to to me and Jared growing up. We could just get into a fight at any time and it would just be on. And, um, and so funny story is they turned us, these kids told us about squid game. And so long story short, we watched it. It was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I think it's worth your time. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. it's on the list for us to watch, but there's been so much other things oh, yeah. and doing a podcast now and being holiday, we're we're off our schedule. We're not recording on our normal night, so it's like, oh crap! I gotta go watch a movie. I have well, seen several times, but I still like watching <laughs> it before I talk about it. You know. Well, we could, we could just do what we did to uh, to Jimmy and just make him watch two movies. Yeah, yeah. We inadvertently made Jimmy watch two movies. <laughs> so we changed their mind at the last. Good movies, minute. though. You know. Yeah. I did, well, I mean, did, yeah, I enjoyed ahead, it. No, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what I was going to say is, you know, just to give people a peek is we, we originally were thinking about doing expendables because that is the most, again, we get stone cold that's in it. We what? get, you know, a ton of wrestlers and MMA fighters, but the essence of this show and what I'm seeing that people are gravitating more to is when we remind them of a movie, they've kind of forgotten about, or the ones that didn't get the spotlight expendables is getting ready to have number four come yeah. out. I love four it. movies, which tells me, hey, people love action movies. If you're going to get four movies out of this type of concept, which is essentially a fan service movie for us, yeah. let me it let, is. Let me 100%. ask you this question: With the Expendables, you've got obviously um, Austin. Yeah. What? Um, Couture. You've got Couture, which is yeah. MMA, a but wrestler. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Cauliflower uh, ears. Yeah. And does it count that Mickey Rourke's in it? He played a wrestler, a wrestler in a movie. Because he played yeah. the wrestler. And then 100%. Terry Crews gets, gets grandfathered in. So Terry yeah, Crews was Cruz. in Battle Dome because that was like the blend of American Gladiator and pro wrestling. I, I've got a whole argument for all of this. <laughs> J- Jimmy he made was notes. on Battle Dome. Holy shit. I forgot all about him being on Battle Dome. Jimmy yeah. made notes for Expendables and we switched the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to read my notes from the Expendables. <laughs> I'm going to scratch this Jeez, name out and write Manal Bennett, and then I'm going to scratch this name out. out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly but like so uh, the uh, the condemned obviously the 10 prisoners get brought to the island and have to survive 30 hours or they blow up right hey and i, I gotta say one yeah. I, I had this idea imagine and you're making a point here dan and i really screwed the flow up but i apologize uh, imagine well, that's if, all right. I always screw it up myself. If you took the the villains from Con Air and traded them out with the Condemned, is that is that a next level type movie at that point, 
or are those villains too cerebral for this type of film? I think anytime you take John Malkovich out of an equation, you're just asking for, you know, trouble because yeah. John Malkovich made Con Air. Can, can, totally. can you imagine totally. Cyrus the Virus leading Vinnie Jones's character? Yeah. In the Condemned? Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure we're going to get there, but to, to let everyone know, Stone Cold was not going to be the lead in this movie for a long time until right. WWE he was, got involved. He yeah, was supposed right. to be Vinnie Jones's character, the antagonist. Exactly. And so I was like, that totally changes everything. And I mean, he played a bad guy in Expendables. And right. I guess it's just going to work that we're going to make this kind of comparison to the movies. And yeah. he worked, but he was not. Honestly, I don't. I think he was less of a badass in Expendables than he was in The Condemned. I think he's like total. He is what I wanted in '80s action movie heroes. He 100%. could take a punch and barely flinch. He 100%. got shot half a dozen times and he's still going. What? I mean, that is my '80s, you know, Greek god running across the jungle. Oh hell yeah! He's doing, he's doing the Rambo thing, like I'm coming to kill you. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> and you know, and, and I think for those that are wrestling fans, obviously, you know, Steve Austin and, and, and you know what Steve looks like. He wrestled in underwear and, and, and knee braces. So, you know what Steve looks like, you know, you, his body type and, and, and everything. But I was watching the, uh, the condemned and watching it. And Vinnie Jones is a pretty big dude. And Manu Bennett's a pretty big dude yeah. and all this stuff. But you're, you're watching Steve and you're like, that's a big boy. Yeah. Like, I don't think because, and like Jimmy and I were talking about earlier in the day, the quote unquote land of the giants of professional wrestling, eighties, nineties, early two thousands, where everyone was just, just big ripped giant, massive, thick old meat boys. Just say it. They were, it was the roided out era of wrestling. I mean, it really was. Totally. And you know, and then when you see, you see Steve next to normal sized big guys and they look small. But I gotta say, I'm pretty sure right. Mano downsized for his role because that is not the size he was in Spartacus or any of the other roles that he's played. Green I, arrow or arrow. Yeah, I feel I like there's no right. green in it. There's no green in it. I but know. I real because when I watched it the first few times, I didn't even realize that's who that was. Till I, I didn't either. Yeah. But when I'm watching this, I'm like, yeah, either this was pre his bulk out stage of his life or he literally like like the, the directors were like, all right, we need everyone kind of smaller other than Nathan Jones, who is bigger than anyone on <laughs> you his can't first help day. You can't do that, mate. That yeah, you just can't help Austin, Austin has to be like pumped 24-7 on this movie. Well, yeah, no, And Austin, too, even though, uh, you know, what? even though he's older now. He still works out, you know, regularly and still stays yeah. a large, big, health, you know, sized guy, you know, and stuff like that. And even though he always is like, I'm not coming back to wrestling and this, that, and the other, he still, you know, he considers him. Uh, I remember um, kind of a, is kind of a diatribe here, but I remember Ozzy once saying like, people are going, why don't, you know, you're older now. Why don't you have a beard and your gray hair and stuff? He goes, what am I supposed to look like? Effing Santa Claus? No, yeah. I'm Ozzy Osbourne. You don't want to see me right. looking like that. But you, same thing with like Steve, as long as he can stay looking like Steve Austin, he's never going to, he doesn't want to look like Steve Williams, which would, is I, his, his real name. I, you I, know would, I would have to say, yeah, Dr. Death. I'd have to say, though, I think it's probably even better for a lot of these guys that were that built at one point to maintain some type of 
structure to their body because otherwise they're gonna their bodies are gonna deteriorate well okay you, know? you can look them up now there's a few of them that are rough looking now yeah, well but, i mean look at the old guy like jimmy knows you know like rick flair looks like now and right, you know even right. hulk hogan they're they're ghosts of themselves right and these right. guys now realize we have to yeah. maybe not be as bulked out but we need to maintain like even schwarzenegger stallone are having to go back and at least keep some muscle mass. Human growth hormone. <laughs> yeah, or that, whatever, whatever yeah, well, works. I'm not yeah. here to judge. They're, I just do they're a injecting, uh They're injecting hundreds straight into their veins. Well, yeah, um, yeah exactly. So, yeah. like, Wolfie D tells me this all the time. Wolfie is, is he's like 48, he's knocking on 50. Um, and long, he will, he keeps in shape still, and he's actually in good condition. And I asked him, I was like, dude, you can calm down. You know, you don't have to bust out, you know, full on. And he's like, man, it's like a body image thing, you know, like wrestlers at a certain point, even though we're retired or not doing it anymore, we still get to, we still want to look good. And it's like, you know, when he was between, uh, EC- ECW and WCW, he would stay in shape because he never knew who was going to call him up to get, you know, to get ready again. But now it's like a routine thing that he doesn't give up. Those guys like Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, it's almost like they've just gotten to the point that they're like, eh, we're, forget it. I'm, I'm a millionaire beyond, and maybe not Ric Flair. Yeah. He's got money issues, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different story long that's, story that's story. a different podcast yeah that's a totally different podcast <laughs> Woo! sorry con sorry sorry conrad we're not trying to step on your toes yeah yeah but you know and, and just to speak a little bit about the wrestler thing that's why the newer generation of guys that you see guys and gr- girls both out there that you see uh you know wrestling you don't see a lot of huge no. monstrous wrestlers anymore there's a handful obviously there's some out there but a lot of them now are just decent shape. Like, you know, say, for example, like um, Omega or well, look uh, at like, Brian Danielson. Like Christian or, and those guys, like they're yeah, still fit, totally. but yeah. they're not where they were. Even Triple H has like lowered himself down from where he was during the Attitude Era. Well, you know, he he's had nowhere to. near as big. <laughs> Yeah. He did kind of have to because he was he was so up there, he but was, I mean, he was like Conan size. He was like uh, for the yeah. possibility of playing Thor size, you know, like. But uh, I mean, but now spin it on its ear a little bit is uh, the Rock is like twice the size he was when he was wrestling. totally. Is that he needs, not he insane? Just keeps getting bigger. He's like, like the it, Hulk. <laughs> the more he, money he's he like makes, Kong. he gets bigger. He's like Kong from Kong versus yeah. Godzilla. Like, That's how it. is he going to be big enough to fight Godzilla? Like, you just wait. It's going to be <laughs> well, Rock versus Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I watched <laughs> Rampage, I thought he was one of the monsters. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, yeah. There's four the instead of three. And- <laughs> exactly he's he's ridiculous he is so uh, kind of to circle back around on the condemned here for just a second yeah, we and, do a movie we'll, podcast so. well <laughs> we, my wrestler hey. guys are taking over my show we, what the heck? we do a podcast what? It's, it's so the last bit of technical thing i'll hit about this is the one of the writers and director of his name is scott whipper or wiper w-i-p-e-r we'll go with whipper i like whipper better than wiper <laughs> i don't well, 100 it could be it could be whipper because he was born um ooh, let's see oh i uh, saw this 35 minutes away from where i'm sitting right now in granville ohio just outside of columbus so he could be sitting there here in this podcast in a few weeks and want to come 
with I, me. If I, if you do, I'm up in I'm up in uh, Lewis Center. Come Dan on. lives I'm down in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know what? That's the thing too. It's like we okay, so I'm in Columbus. Charlie's in the 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 bottom southeast corner of Virginia. Country. Southwest there, corner there, of Virginia. Yeah. Southwest corner of Virginia. I lived there one time. I don't even know where the, the hell it is. Big toe. And <laughs> The big and Jimmy, you're in you're in North Carolina. Yeah, I'm like 20 minutes outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I still the Queen City. The Queen City is actually Cincinnati, not Charlotte. Fair enough. Uh, I'll give you that. I'm a Reds fan, bro. (laughs) There you go. All right. See, we're gonna get along just fine. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You wanna you wanna take a quick break and come back and actually talk about the condemned? Sure. Let's 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 uh, come back and actually talk about the movie for a minute. (laughs) What? All right. Oh, what? Everyone, hang in there. We're going to listen to the commercials. You're going to get to hear Jimmy again. And we'll be back in just a couple minutes here. Talk about The Condemned. Welcome to the Monster Movie Stop Down, where twice a month we review monster movies from all corners of the planet. Join me, Sludge. And I was, went to watch it the other night, and she's like, why are you watching this? You can quote this movie line for line. That's very accurate. My co-host, Mark. Don't ask me to, to do a stomp down on this, because it's zero. <laughs> okay, <laughs> dude. Ruben, what's your stomp down rate? And our brother from Texas, Ruben. It, it, it's just, I'm like, wait a minute. They, they tricked me into watching this. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I felt like. like. As we give you the history our review, and the stomp-down rating of some of the best and worst monster movies around. Available through the Podbean app, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Amazon. Make sure and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just how drunk are we gonna get? Welcome to Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy... Tailboy Kreitz. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Dave. I have the weirdest boner. And Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I f- that up. <laughs> Try that again. As we drag Kathleen. Hear me. Kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. Hey, this is Jimmy Street, host of the Live and in Color with Wolfie D podcast. Hear the life and times of professional wrestler Wolfie D. From his times in the territories with PG-13 to his times in WWE, ECW, WCW, TNA, and more. Nothing is off limits and nothing will be held back. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all major podcast formats. All right, we're back into touch. Uh, you know, I want to touch on a little bit of the the commercials we just listened there too. That last guy sucks. Who was yeah, that dude? Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is Jimmy guy, Street. That guy's an ass. So, <laughs> so you know, we, 
first of all, monster movie stomp down. We talked about the rocks getting become bigger and bigger. He's a monster. Yeah, there we go. Just a uh, uh, good beer, bad movie night. We're all enjoying an adult beverage. Myself right now is the El Segundo Brewing Company. Steve Olson's Broken Skull what? IPA. I've got Firefly Moonshine Apple Pie flavored. And I am currently enjoying drinking a Coors Light, uh, the water of the world. <laughs> And then, of course, the last one you heard there is Live and in Living Color with Wolfie D. I wish Wolfie was on the show instead of the other guy. Yeah, he was busy, I think, so you got me. I'm sorry. Uh, but we'll, well, we'll get him on the, the pro wrestling show. Here's the thing about Wolfie. You have to, like, uh, kind of show him a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, a trail. You know, you, like, have to build a trail, and then he'll show up, and then he'll be like, okay, hey, I'm here. Um we have so many yeah. listeners. So here's yeah. some listeners we have. Yeah. People yeah. that well, don't know you, Wolfie, come here. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> they might, they might eventually. Oh, totally. All right, Charlie, let's get back to the, yeah, well, well, they will. Let's get back to the condemned for a second. Let's Charlie. talk about a movie. Let's, it's a movie, <laughs> man. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a movie. All right. All right, Charlie, the condemned. Out of all the contestants, yeah. quote unquote contestants that were on the show, is there any that you would have liked to seen in a spinoff? I mean, obviously none of them made it, but Steve or Conrad. Well, I guess uh, what you can look at it is, is like, who do we want a more backstory for? Yeah. Yeah. Prequel backstory type well, of thing. Like, obviously Vinny Jones. I want to know a little bit more about his character. Uh, Nathan Jones, who played Peter, the Russian, you know, of course, plays the giant Russian. I want to know a little bit more about him. And then I think the uh, Saiga, the the Japanese. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the one that was hanging out with Vinny. The little yeah, ninja. The, the one he, he yeah. formed an alliance, straight up survivor. Right. You know, and dude kept having to steal the sunglasses from everyone. It's like, it looks better <laughs> on you anyway, mate. Yeah, I love that stuff. But those, those three guys, I think I'd like to see what led them to being like on death row, because essentially every, per, every contestant was on death row. Cause that's how all this works. They were going to die anyway. So, <laughs> so why gun- not make money off of them? Right. Totally. Who loves you? And who do you love? <laughs> yep. Killian, man. Gotta love me some Killian. Yeah. Exactly. Jimmy, who do you, uh, throw me some backstory ideas from some of the contestants. Well, there was uh, some that I couldn't wait for them to die. And that was Eddie Guerrero, uh, Latino heat and Mamacita, uh, uh Rosa. I couldn't <laughs> wait for them to don't go treat away. Mano Bennett that bad. Come on. I know. <laughs> Paco. You didn't have a problem with Paco. You know, like I mean, did you was... hear her call her Mano twice Man- in the movie? Yeah, she I never did, says Paco. She called him his actual name. I just felt like man who's yeah. such more of a badass than they let him be in that, you know. And that was my problem. Oh, with it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah. I gotta go save my girlfriend. Yeah. I got like, and then at the end when she dies, he's like, just gives up. Right? I'm like, come on, dude. Right. You could have let it. You could have hey, fought him off a little. You doing bit. all right? You you gonna make it? Cause we got to die. We're, we're we're somebody's got to die, and it ain't gonna be old Stone yeah. Cold. <laughs> you know, like. Stone Cold says so. <laughs> there, there was a scene that you know, like Rosa gets vaporized. That was some of my notes. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, you know, 
Latino Heat finds his mama Sita. Uh, Vinny had to break up the love scene, being the villain. Uh, Vinny beats up Rosa. Cameraman shows remorse. <laughs> the guy with the big teeth, <laughs> big tooth yeah. cameraman. Uh, and more guilty. That's feeling. the guy from Suits. Yeah, Suits. Yeah, that exactly. was uh, Gold, Goldie, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Goldie Goldman. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't go far, USA, you know. Um, then yeah. more guilty feelings from workers, but Eddie is still alive and he's all in. Uh, LOL. Rosa gets vaporized. Um, then Latino Heat escapes. Stone Cold finds him weeping. They form an alliance. Wished he could have said what after every word that uh, Manu said there. And then uh, alliances are forming all over. Management is not happy. Okay, those are some notes there. Um, I just go, those are great notes. Totally Vinny, oh, I got to say, like, yeah. uh, I don't want to butcher her character name, but uh, Amelia Burns, how she, like, straight up, blew up dude you know after just hanging out with him after a back rub in the middle of the night right and just vaporized this guy i'm like man that's cold yeah that dude I like mean, he just wanted to chill right. that was it you know yeah. he wasn't even trying nothing and she pulled that tab so they yeah. all have explosives on their ankles i guess we should mention that so <laughs> and it comes into go, use later by the way yeah it's cotton and there there's our tie back to the 80s there's a little like escape from new york and right. Running man again with the exploding collars where our boy Eddie got his head blown off at the beginning of that one. And uh, so they can, if they tamper with it, it blows up. If you pull a red tab like flag football, you got a 10 second timer and the person blows up. (laughs) <laughs> everybody tries to pull the tab yeah right. i mean and everybody that, tries to pull the tab and yeah. that, all, I, that was like the wuss way that they made like nathan jones die too like, no accidentally got pulled out while they fell down the mountainside and then stone cold kicks him off the cliff because he's like the only one that stood up to stone cold in this movie like stood he's the only one that him, took really, a punch and just know? looked at him yeah oh he was like a foot and a half taller. Than okay, Stone I'm going to give you all some Nathan Jones notes. Let me tell you a little bit about give me some, Nathan. Give me some Nathan Jones. First of all, love. he got punked out. They should have put him near the end. He should have been right before uh, Stone Cold bought Vinny. Uh, but we'll yep, get over that. Agree. Uh, that you you build a card. This movie let the the early fight happen too soon. So Nathan Jones facts. He wrestled from '97 to '03 full time or or somewhat full time. He he was he was he was delayed his start in the WWE because of visa issues uh, due to his criminal past. Um, I love him even more now. I know he was originally going to do a Hannibal Lecter type gimmick. If you didn't know that, um, he was put into a storyline with the Undertaker as you know Undertaker's pro- the Undertaker was his pro he was the Undertaker's protege basically. Sorry, yeah. Um, Jones was to work with. Big Show and A-Train with a tag team with Undertaker at WrestleMania 19. But last minute, Jones was removed via a backstage attack prior to the match, feigned an injury, and didn't get to wrestle at WrestleMania. Um, Then was sent to OVW to improve, which was Ohio Ohio Valley Wrestling, which is in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. It's owned by Al Snow at the moment, but at that time it was a a WWE subsidiary, basically like the minor leagues for WWE. Yeah, Um, yeah. 
great great wrestlers have come out of there wolfie d my man has been in there john cena batista uh brock lesnar randy orton you name it they've been in there um then return later with paul Heyman as his manager would have been amazing uh december 26 2003 jones quit due to travel schedule issues while conveniently on tour in australia um we won't get into that then he tried to come back in TNA, but had left arm nerve damage and stopped that. That was in 2008. So sadly, Nathan Jones did not get to make it back into wrestling, um, unfortunately. So well, it that, sounds like yeah, that's some news on Nathan Jones. <laughs> it, it's it almost kind of sounds like he was not like fully into it though. Like, I don't maybe think he was. He, yeah. Once he got started, he's like, "This ain't my bag," and. You know, Hollywood needs big dudes that aren't always wrestlers because th- right. with a wrestler, there's always something tagged behind it. And right. now we all know that it's usually like Vince McMahon. Right. You know, if you want The Rock, you got to talk to Vince at one point. Right. But uh, I'm sure he was just like, forget that. I'm 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 getting offers to be in movies because I'm freaking giant. Right. Well, I, w- I would assume I would assume that Nathan Jones was like, well, it's fake. Yeah. Yeah, it's acting. It, it's all acting. Well, yeah, yeah. it is predetermined, totally. but it is definitely not fake. And a lot of wrestlers I mean, don't care about the business. You know, they just want the money. You yeah. Know? So, look the, the 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 physicalness you need for it is not fake, but things are set in place to happen. Oh, sure, it's predetermined, know? but yeah. it's you know, and and yeah, I mean occasionally during a match you can get hit with what they call a potato you can get stiffed you can you know you will actually get struck in the face and hurt and things of that nature but you know and jimmy you know jimmy has done a little bit of of indie indie work where he's taken bumps it's not fake is it no it's definitely not especially the the bump part um you know that 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 will it's a it's just like knocking the wind out of you if ever fallen and you didn't mean to and the wind's blown out of you that's how it feels essentially and those guys do it 25 you know 20 25 30 times a match sometimes so um and i don't think i don't think nathan liked that no he probably didn't i mean why would you if you can make all this money in hollywood i mean i would do that I mean, the the saying is the bigger you are, the harder you fall. And as, as me and Jimmy, both being six foot plus dudes, it hurts when we fall and it's a lot of effort to get us back up. So I'm with him. Like I'm done, man. Cause I, what Nathan Jones is what knocking on seven foot. He's almost. almost seven foot. If you imagine that body frame on a seven footer, I mean, you know, yeah. seven six, footer, six foot, 11, six right. foot, 11, 330 pounds. Yeah. Um, you tote that around and take bumps with that twisted steel and sex appeal boys and girls, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, that's big show range. And I yeah. mean, right. You know, let's talk to the big show about what his body feels like now. Yeah. You know, it has yeah. to be a, a, a road wreck, you know, it's oh. just gotta be this mangled mess of body tendons and broken bones and everything man you know anybody that's in it for that long uh they're they're all like that unfortunately it's pretty sad so but yeah taking a bump is not fun kids but do it because we need new wrestlers so keep keep doing we need new blood (laughs) (laughs) new new please all right so with the condemned the first time i saw it i remember we, we were talking about this a little bit before the commercial 
I actually did go see it in the theater, and it was because of Steve Austin. Yeah. And uh, I went with a, a buddy of mine at the time that was a, another big wrestling fan. We went and saw it, and I enjoyed it a lot. And I, I watched it again last night and enjoyed it a lot. And like you were saying, I, I it was a... It, it came out at the right time. You know, the internet was still pretty new ish in 2007. Yeah. It's, it, you know, um, it, and I could see something like this happening on the dark web oh, that we yeah. have nowadays. Yeah. That's a good, well, that point. was the other, that was the other big thing that this was like alluding to was how prevalent the dark web was because the internet right. was still mysterious. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say, why did I not go to the movie with you to watch this? This is 2007. I was in Ohio at the time. Yeah, uh, what's the deal? I don't. Why did he not go? Yeah, why'd no. you take Paul instead of me? What the heck, dude? I know who you took. Yeah, what? Uh, now, Mark yeah. didn't go what? to this. What? 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 Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know i don't have a good answer i don't know oh see that, that's uh, how it feels when you get put on the spot dad <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah. um because i didn't want to i don't know I, I honestly said so and that's <laughs> yeah, the exactly. bottom that's line <laughs> yeah i don't know why we didn't uh dude this i don't know what i had for dinner two nights ago so don't ask me these, these questions i don't i watched this on dvd since no one's asked me so yeah. I watched it on DVD the first time. And you gave your dad uh, the, no, wait, you kept the Blu-ray. You gave your dad the DVD and you gave uh, uh, Dan the download copy. Wait, see, I listened to your show. It's proof this, right there. That's right. I listen to the Wolfie D show every so often. Well, but you're, you know. you're one. Thanks. My, my, my view counts. Yeah, it definitely uh, does. Thank you. But uh, no, it's. Yeah, that, that is kind of how it goes. This is this is probably one I did watch with Dad, though. To be honest, was because like look at probably look at all the people in this. It has to be good. And Chuck's I like dad. this movie. I mean, Chuck's dad yeah. knows the good movies. He's always been a big fan of the good action movies. If you wanted to during Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner, you could sneak down and catch a few, you know, glimpses of a good action flick. Chuck's dad yeah, always yeah did when that. When dad didn't want to watch the football that was always on upstairs, right. you could go right. downstairs because when we were kids, we didn't have like internet and video games like our kids do now. And that's where they hide. Right. We were outside playing and then right. dad would go downstairs and there was always something on and he's watching it. And yeah. we would go down there and you'd be watching like an action movie with dad Literally. You know, for everyone else. It was uncle Ron. Right. And dad hate dad hates that name, but you know, the, the, the cousins can call him Uncle Ron, and he's right. fine. That's his name, Ron? His yeah. dad's name's Ron. He tells I everyone else always... it's Chase or Old Man. <laughs> I, I've always called him the Old Man, so I wasn't sure. I'm the He's the Old Man, I'm the Fat Boy. I don't know. That, that's just how it works. That's going to be a <laughs> and, movie and, one day. Old Man and the and, Fat and, Boy. I love old it. Old Man and, and the Fat Boy. <laughs> and your mom's gran- and your mom's granny. Yeah. Yeah. Or granny. mom. Well, and yeah. that happened. Or, or Tree. Yeah. That was that's Tree. Aunt Tree. Uh, so, yeah, uh, the cousins all call her Aunt Tree because... One of the younger aunts, when she was a kid, would climb on her like a tree. Yeah. And I think it was Jeremy that started it. Which, so there's a third one of us that looks the same and sounds like us, except he won't shave his head like yeah. me and Jimmy do. 
Because he has good hair, maybe. I don't know. Chuck, how's your hairline, man? My hair's fine. I choose to do this. This is my choice. I'm leaving. (laughs) Jimmy does it for necessity. My hairline is right here. My things. Yeah. And Jut's growing into his hair finally. So (laughs) (laughs) Jut, a future guest of the Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling uh the podcast uh Jut is my brother. Like like truly this if it wasn't for the wrestling angle, next of kin would have been the better show to have all of us on. (laughs) Yeah, well probably so, actually. Yeah. Pat is the intercontinental champion. (laughs) We we know everyone in that movie because me and Jimmy are kin to them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Brar. <laughs> Brar. Yeah, exactly. So movie. The Keep condem- talking about movie. <laughs> the condem- Okay, so the condemned. <laughs> the the movie it's for those of you that haven't seen it, go watch it, first of all. We always try to tell you what it is so you can watch it before we do these yeah. episodes. So we expect that you'd already seen this. My my thing about when I'm watching it, and I've worked a little bit in TV production. So I'm watching the TV production side of this thing, and I'm watching it going, how in the hell is Goldie maintaining 100-plus cameras out there? Um, he already said there's dead spots, so I know that the, the, the live camera setup that's out there running around is not set to transmit it back. Right. At a high enough quality that it's going to be worth a damn. No, and they only called those guys <laughs> in when there was, like, not a good angle. So yeah, they, like two or three they, times, well, maybe. I love how Goldie even goes, like, they they fall into, like, this cavern. And they're like, where's the camera? And Goldie's like, I don't deep dive. There's no camera down underwater. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no. But, look, I, I want to say one thing on yeah. that, though. They yeah. kept it filmed as if it was coming from those cameras, though. Yes, the fight sequences you see a lot of from the perspective of if you were watching it. And I like that. Like, when they go in the water, there's no, like, underwater shot because that's not how we're perceiving it. We're perceiving it through the eyes of everyone else watching on the internet. Right. The only time we see an underwater shot is when they're first dropping them on the island and the the one girl goes underwater and and there's a camera down there and as she's coming up, he switches to another camera to watch her surface. Because that's where they knew they were going to drop them. Right. right. And they were shallow so they could do that. And that's what I, and then as Steve Austin is getting closer to him, even Goldie's like, I didn't put cameras there because they shouldn't be coming towards us. Right. That's you know? why I can't see him or find him. And yep, I, that's the thing. I, I love the forethought of how we're going to do this movie is let's do it and put the audience as if they had subscribed to watch if it. they were the yeah. and it, $60. It, yeah, and it well, it's even kind of like um, Death Race. Like, that's another one. It was one like a pay-per-view. That yeah. The yeah. newer Death Race that they had Jason Statham mm-hmm. in. They kind of treated it like, you know, the subscriber. And they even had the guy, the, yeah. the voiceover yep. guy cut in, like, subscribe now for leg two of the death race. You know, Will I, Frankenstein survived. Yeah, yeah. Frankenstein. <laughs> we just lost, you know, who was it? 40K, 4K. You know, we just 4K, lost yeah. 4K, you know. And I like how they, they went about this because that's what people were used to. When you watch Survivor, there were cameras, supposedly, only in certain parts of the island, you know, like the parts where they would all go and, you know, talk to each other and make alliances. And then there was a can, and then they would feign like there's no camera over here. What was going on over there? Right. They kept that essence for this movie and for right it, for a movie that will date itself. Like 
some people may not know like survivor my kids no clue but i think like anthony could watch this movie and be like i get it but i have to be biased because he's watched running man he's watched most of the other movies that this movie took ideas from so he's like i get it but this movie does somewhat date itself by being in that survivor era and honestly, sure. at that time, who knew how long that show was going to go on? It could still be going on. I don't right. know. I don't pay attention it to is. it. Is it, it is. really? It is, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was just saying on, that yeah. facetiously, but it's really going on. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's still Survivor episodes. Holy crap, They do almost. Man. They do uh, two seasons a year, I think, now. A is winter Big season Brother and a still season, going on? I don't know, yeah. actually. I quit. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> I, I don't have I don't have cable. Yeah. I, I do Netflix and I pay for all the services I want. So I, I don't yeah, know. It's the, the, the last technical thing I want to say about this is, did you see the, um, the, uh, trolley cameras, yeah, overhead yeah. zip camera, the sky cams. Do you know the first time that the sky, Jimmy, put your hand down. Do you know the <laughs> first time that the sky cams were used and kind of developed for, Charlie, do you know? Uh, Ian, I want to say I do because when you say it, I'll be like, "Yeah, I did know that," but I can't off the top of my head. Jimmy, the XFL. Yes, the ill-fated yep. XFL, the first, I, uh, the first generation XFL. Right. Uh, they developed them for that, and now they're used pretty much on every football game and everywhere else. So it was kind of neat that they're like. Uh, uh, use these cameras that we've got. We used them for the XFL, and that was a big train wreck. So use them in the movie. Yeah, if I would have looked it up, but I believe like they were the first ones to really like implement it into production. But there was a director of photography in a movie that oh, came I'm up sure with movie. this idea of yeah. the camera on a line, and it was like groundbreaking at the time. And I wish I could remember the name of it. Someone comment in the group if you remember what that was but i I, and again that just lays itself down to they put some thought into how they were going to do this movie and it worked i like even in spots where they couldn't see anything you're also like just looking outside every once in a while it would cut in because it's still a movie but like the bunker scenes when the camera gets flared out we don't get that much more Woo! some flare but uh, we don't get much more except for the very moment that Austin jumps down into the tunnel underneath. And there's right. an awful right. lot of unexploded ammunition on that island. I know there's a lot of World War II references it, in that movie. It was supposed to be an old, I think, Japanese stronghold island. It was. It's in they the like the B-52. Yeah. I it, saw that. The, yeah, The Philippines, yeah. one of the like yeah, uncharted. Mm-hmm. But there was like a lot of ordnance still just hanging out, you yeah. know, everywhere. And I do love the little ammo drops they would do that threw itself back to like video games that we would play the, the, the little, uh, uh, Fortnite and, uh, uh yeah, right. player unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, games. It's like there's all of a sudden there's a parachute and a flare and that's where all the goodies are. Like even and they're all being dropped to Vinnie Jones. <laughs> all except <laughs> exactly. for the first one that the dude gets yeah. a peanut butter sandwich and a bottle of water out of it. And then, <laughs> dies i'm like the dude at least died with a full stomach at least but it was a peanut allergy is what he died of i think (laughs) that's what it was it could have been is this kosher what (laughs) stone cold says eat that peanut butter sandwich son 
Yeah. Oh, gee. So, so some of my notes are, are, are here. So like, you know, they talk about uh, first, you know, the alliances are forming. Then you got look at Jimmy trying to make sure, Jimmy just making sure he gets his shit in. Yeah, I gotta get my <laughs> gotta get my shit in. Anyway, Stone Cold talks about the weather tower, finds it, and they shut it down. And then Stone uh, Stone Steve gives Yoshitatsu a hey kid because when, he, when he I love that when he punched him, he was like hey kid, wham right in the face. Yeah, that's a good punch. <laughs> then they tease Stone Cold versus Vinny, just a little tease. Just and a little then, sprinkling, yeah. just a yeah. little taste. Then Vinny goes rogue and kills a cameraman, all because, well, we know in the future uh, what happens. The fight is on. Epic punch fight on the rocks. I, w- I was thinking on those rocks, if he would have missed a punch, how, hard, how bad that would have hurt. Like, can you imagine? Oh, God, yeah. Vinny Dude, I'd hate to have, Yeah. I would have yeah. hated to film on those rocks. Those oh, had to yeah. be slicker than shit. But yeah. again, Jimmy, do you notice that Austin was throwing those leg kicks? When's the last time? When's the first time you ever saw Austin throw a leg kick in a match? Uh, when he does the stunner, that's it. I was going to say, isn't gut. that his Boom. lead into the stunner? That's it. Yeah, but that's that wasn't a leg kick. Like, he was kicking guys in the inside thigh right, right, to right. drop them in this movie. Right. Whereas the stunner, it's a toe kick to the gut. They that's bend true. over. And you, and you rack them up on that stack of dimes they call a neck and call it a day. But, you know, he's... That do you think Stone Cold taught them all how to throw working punches? I, you know, I think, movie. maybe you know. I would, I would have to say, yeah. I bet there was some chore- choreography, but also I think Stone Cold probably had to realize this is different when you film a movie. You yeah, know, this ain't yeah. the oh, same as sure. being in the ring, right? Uh, right. And this is like me and Dan were looking up. This is like his first like major film debut. He was in The Longest Yard in a, like a small bit. He was right. a guard. Right. And then he was in some TV shows, but this is like his first like debut into action yeah. moviedom. And um, the longest right. yard is just full of wrestlers. It's like a wrestler convention, basically. That's that's yeah. actually if you guys want to do a give me back my pro wrestling movie night, we do well, the longest yard. I love it. And go. it's on the list, by the way, for sure, because there, it's there too go. comedy for action, you know. Um I think there's what, four? Yeah. Four or five in there? Well, Kali, Goldberg, Stone Cold, Kevin Nash. Um, I feel like there was one more, but I or um, Goldberg. There's got to be at least one more in there. Yeah, Goldberg, Kali, Nash, Cold. I think you're right. There's like one more that's just real quick in there for some reason. All right, you guys talk. I'll look it up. No, because now I'm curious. But the other thing I was going to point out, we were talking about the the water and the stone thing. I got major Rambo vibes because Vinnie Jones is running around with a bow and arrow and then they're fighting on the water, like in Rambo two. And I was like, man, if they didn't pay like some homages to the classic action movies that we keep talking, that's, that's another reason this movie just kind of, I think struck a nerve with me. Like, yeah, I like this movie for some reason. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. They they kept trying to even kind of keep it, uh, down to earth because every once in a while you would cut to the bar of course they're all in a bar watching stone cold survive this his his girlfriend um so because she basically stone cold was in prison for the government he went and he was a special forces retired so he was doing black ops he got caught they disavowed he's been in a uh what was it my computer's not wanting to scroll. He's in a Central American prison, Guatemalan, I think. Yeah. And right, yep. uh, 
he was thrown into a fight while they were trying to sell this other Guatemalan uh, prisoner to the show. And this dude couldn't kill Stone Cold. Stone Cold just decimated him. Yeah. So yeah. they they took him in and made him into like this backwoods KKK member on his bio, which is all BS. And so his girlfriend finds out about this and they're watching it in this bar in Texas while this is all happening. So it just keeps cutting back and forth, back and forth. And I like that, you know, yeah. give it that little bit of almost like what you said, con air, right. where you saw, you know, Nick Cage's wife get pulled in and you got right. this different side of the story. Right. It just hit all the right notes. Like you want, this is like the ABCs of action movies right here. Yeah. 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 It is. It is. And I think uh, going back to earlier, what Dan said is, could have, at one point could have WWE films been the new canon? I mean, think about they it. They tried real they hard. They did. They really did, man. And if you think what about they, it, what did why did they mess it up? Why did they not? You know, um, I I think what it was is so like they followed this up with the Marine with John Cena, right. which again that is actually a really good movie. Totally. The yeah. the problem is they decided to do the Marine two. The mm-hmm. Marine Three, the Marine Four, with the and, Miz, and, yeah, and uh, probably what they were looking at is, well, look how many Death Wish movies there are. Look how many missing in actions there are. Right. Well, the problem was there was no more Cena, or right. there was no more Stone Cold. Right. They they lost the magic of who we were following, and then yeah. they totally lost the Rock, so they couldn't bring the Rock into any more movies. Right. And like Cannon locked in chuck norris and van damme so we got multiple of those guys and following and i think cena did another movie called 12 rounds which wasn't nearly as good as the marine right no and then the second one had um dean ambrose who is now known as john moxley right he was in the second round well the the second condemned had uh randy orton Orton in there yeah randy yeah yeah Yeah. so it's it's like you get the 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 direct to dvd version of these movies went low budget yeah yeah and honestly when when, no budget once you hit (laughs) once you hit the 2000s people's attention span to these movies were actually waning yeah you know until the expendables kind of kick-started it back up because like yeah. now and honestly they would have done better had netflix had like the netflix studio now and they tied in with them like what uh, scott atkins and michael jai white are doing is let's just do another netflix movie it's instant out there our fans can find it and yeah. we're you're we're out into the world and streaming and they're making their money on the back end selling to other countries and all this other stuff and I think well, isn't that what uh, Amazon's do- well, Amazon's doing that now too, aren't they? They're all doing it. Yeah, all of them. All, yeah, all of yeah. them have their own movie studios. All of them are trying to. When are we out. doing that? Yeah, uh, we are. I just haven't told you yet. Yeah. Oh, that's not about right. That was we, in my other interview on the horror show. So you know, it's we're working on stuff. We got to get show pretty boys <laughs> right now. That's right. We need to bring in the guts a little, but we'll be you know we'll be there in a week or two. Suck in the butt guts, boys. We're the uh, action movie guys. Much better than sucking in the butt. So good, good call fixing that one, Chuck. Mine's already sucked in as far as it'll go. 
<laughs> so that fact. So eat you to that one, Dan. <laughs> I want to give you guys. I wrote this, so I want to tell you. I'm going to get my shit in. So Stone Cold. What? What? <laughs> what? Stone Cold is a WWE Hall of Famer, six-time WWE champ, three-time Royal Rumble winner, 1996 King of the Ring winner, two-time Intercontinental champ, drinker of beer. Whipper of ass, cause Stone Cold said so. Not a white supremacist, and that's yeah. the bottom line. Even though he said that's the word in the longest yard, that doesn't help his case. But you know, that was well, in the script. I mean, we'll just blame the script. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can't. You, yeah, you can't go on that one here. But you know, this movie is obviously not the first action film to have a pro wrestler in it. Well, right. No. I mean, look at some of the. Let let me ask you this question, there, Jimmy, and and then Charlie, you chime in afterwards. Out of all the pro wrestlers that are now actors, excluding The Rock, yeah, you can't put The Rock in this. I already know what you're going to ask. Who a is the best out of them, in your opinion? B, who do you think gets, um. Uh, who who do you think gets lowballed? Kind of when you think about these guys, like who do you who do you think gets the the least amount of accolades, but does a pretty good job? And see if you could take a pro wrestler then now and recast them in a classic action movie. Who would you do it, okay. Jimmy? All right, a Roddy Piper, uh, two Terry Funk. Um, and three, you know, I've thought about this actually. Um, and can you repeat the question one more time just to make sure I understand it? I want to make sure on the third. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. One is who was your favorite? Not the rock. Roddy, Roddy Piper. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Two, who gets the least amount of accolades for their work? Terry Funk. And three, who past present or current or future i guess can't say future but uh past or current who would you take and recast into a classic action role Ooh, man that's a good one daggone that's good because you know what i'm gonna say a i agree with jimmy's first one i'm gonna give i'm giving jimmy time to think too yeah yeah thank you chuck so and two i don't know as much of the newer guys but, you know, I would kind of want to see, like, I love, like, um, the big show in his comedy TV show right yeah, now. Yeah. I love that. And I feel like it's underrated for people that don't expect that for a wrestler. Totally. Totally love that. Um, and I'm going to sit here and think with Jimmy on this, because when I think back, the roles that are played by wrestlers are awesome. Like Roddy Rowdy Piper and They Live, Hell Comes to Frogtown, you know, those type of movies. Hulk. I mean, I I couldn't replace anyone with the Hulk in his earlier runs in the movies. You know, No Holds Barred, and you know, even I mean, I love him in Suburban Commando. That's a child oh, yeah, favorite totally. of mine. Totally, um, Mr. Nanny and stuff like that. But um, man, that's a good question, Dan. I feel like you should have let us prep a little bit before you threw us on the spot. No, that's a good one. Though. No, I, I I I like to get those those gut you know knee jerk gut reactions. Yeah, I yeah. feel like. I think I would probably, if I was going to take somebody, I'd take somebody like out of the attitude. 
And honestly, we're also forgetting like Triple H has done a lot of movies. He's been in like the Blade Trinity. Leaning movie. on him a lot, actually. I, the sh- but, the chaperone. See, I was thinking H, but because he's already done it, so I would almost go more for like Edge or Christian. Yeah. I feel like they could have pulled off like a role, like a Nick Cage role early yeah. well, on. Well, Edge, Edge was in like three seasons of Eureka and three Vikings. or four seasons of Vikings. Yeah, yeah. He is a walking Viking, so he I'm is. not going to count. He looks that. like a Viking, I mean, totally. And he's um, probably lives like well, probably lives like an hour from Jimmy. What yeah. I would have to say though is, when you look at that, he's not playing. He's not Edge in that. He is playing a no, Viking in he's, that. He's flat nosed in that. It's, yeah, it's sure. like when you watch Roddy Roddy Piper. It's Roddy Roddy Piper in whatever movie you threw him in. It's Hulk Hogan in right. whatever movie you threw him in. But I'm also sitting here thinking, like, I'd love to have seen Sting do some yeah. classic action movies back oh, in yeah. the day. Yeah. You know, yeah. I swap him out with like one of the later Dudikoff movies. Yeah. You know, where, yeah. where where he was starting to get a little older, like start giving us like a younger sting. I mean, dude's got the flat top, he's got the build. I've I feel like he could have pulled off the same acting chops as dude. I love Dudikoff, by the way. Don't I'm not knocking him. Or like Mark Singer. Put put one of those guys in like a Beastmaster two or something like that. I think they could have pulled it off. Like Anything Lex sword and sorcery. Lex Luger could have totally done some stuff early on. What was that? Uh, what is the film? Uh, he, is it the Beastmaster? He looks like kind of looks like a skinny Lex Luger, right? Lex, yeah, Luger. yeah oh, he yeah. wasn't as yeah. thick as Lex. Right, yeah. he wasn't yeah. as big, but he kind of looked like. So I'm going with my choice is Chris Jericho in Roadhouse as Patrick oh. Swayze. Oh, that's that's pretty good. He's. You mean you mean Y two J Jericho, Lionheart Jericho, or current Jericho? Totally current. I mean, totally uh, uh, Y two J. Totally. Let him go. Yeah, I see Y two J Jericho yeah. doing it. Also, That's he can one. be in any comedy, you know. But you know, I think so. I don't think I could talk. I wasn't even thinking about Jericho. Yeah, Dan's doing the Jericho hair right now. Um, That's right. But uh, see, I don't know. See, my the the one uh, my favorite out of all of them. Um, I I really actually do like Austin's work. Yeah. Because yeah. he plays Austin. Austin is Austin. Right. Um, I like his work. The underrated one I think is Ventura. I think Ventura did a fabulous job in in the stuff that he was in. That's a good one. That's a great Which, one. And yeah. but among the action fans though, he's like top tier for us though. Still. Oh yeah. He yeah, he's fantastic. And honestly, who I would have liked to seen as just the silent muscle, the heater in the back for a, um, uh, uh, maybe not as crazy as Mr. Joshua, the, 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 from uh, lethal weapon. Yeah. From Harry lethal weapon, Busey. but like Busey, right. But more of the stoic tough guy would have been the enforcer Arn Anderson. Oh yeah. yeah. So you would, you'd like to see Arn Anderson replacing someone like, uh, Svenel Thorson, oh. you know, get, that sort of, but he's so he's such a uh, uh, he, he's not nearly as tall, so well, I think it would no. have been off. But, but if you're going, but yeah, for the just stoic the silent in the back muscle, yeah, just just you know, wooden club beat you over the head type of yes. kind of guy because that's what Arnderson and Arnderson and Arn Anderson that's what he was. So right. was Finn. I right. mean, Sven yeah. literally did that in some movies. Yeah. So, right. so I think, I think, yeah, I think that would have been awesome with, with the height differentiate because that's what really sold it for him was the the intimidating. Yeah. You know, he was our Nathan Jones in the eighties. Oh, totally. You know, totally. Yeah, but if like someone could replace, say, like I don't know, like um, 
say if we wanted to replace Rambo, you know, I, I'd have Shut to think your ass. about stop it. What? Don't even finish like, that sentence. <laughs> you know, well, it's like I I would have. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think Moxley is a fantastic actor by any stretch of the imagination. But can you ma- uh, um, uh, imagination? But can you imagine him as a a retelling of of uh, Riggs from Lethal Weapon? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Maybe. totally. What uh, about, I mean, especially some of the stuff he's been doing more recently. You guys know him more recently, but I yeah. I mean, I don't. Does he have the intensity that? you know, Mel Gibson had in the eighties. I mean, that was, that's a lot of energy that he gave that character to just go, let's recast it with a wrestler. If he's focused, uh, he's got some good energy. He does. Um, if he's focused, I feel like he hasn't been focused lately and that's came out with his alcohol uh, issues. But, alcohol, yeah. yeah. yeah well, we then he's perfect for Mel Gibson, yeah. Um, yeah. but that's a different story. He yeah. doesn't hate Jewish people. <laughs> right. That we right. know of that we know of. One, I'm pretty sure he's good with that. Allegedly. Yeah. Okay. Allegedly. Take the Road Warriors and especially Hawk. And put and put them in any Mad Max movie. Right. Or or the yeah, totally. I mean, that fits yes, perfect yes, with demolition yes. and all those guys. But yeah. uh, take Road Warrior Hawk and put him in the Jesse the Body Ventura get character in Predator. Uh I can almost see that. Not to replace Jesse, of course. He did perfect. But uh, no, he did. You know, but you know what? You wow. could have you could have wow. interchanged Hawk for Buzzsaw mm-hmm. and Running Man. Oh, and totally. it would have been yeah. almost the exact same character running. Yeah, around that would have been perfect. That one was the guy animal? from Buzzsaw. Yeah. Wasn't he a wrestler? He was a wrestler. Yeah, was. It was, was a low. Uh, I don't know what you call it, but the lower scale oh, wrestlers yeah. of the time. Well, you had Tanaka. You had Professor Tanaka. Right. Man. Toru so, I mean, Tanaka. Yeah, exactly. We're never replacing him. And then you had Jim know. Brown. And then, uh, yeah. and then, yeah, uh, Paul and yeah. all the other stuff. Yeah. 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 God, that's such a great movie. Oh man. It is. But that, this yeah. movie exudes, the condemned so exudes good. that though. It does. It totally. was the, the, you know, basically the running man is the condemned, you know, just run around and try to survive. Except, the difference is they're killing each other in the condemned to survive. Right. They had to team up in Running Man. It's really the only, and I think a better spokesman for Killian. Right. The guy in this one, I just wanted to punch his face all the time. Right. Actually, totally. everyone in that TV tent, including Goldie, I wanted to punch in the face the yeah. entire time. Was, did, Running Man had uh, three wrestlers in that one. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Gus, Rethwich, the buzzsaw, buzzsaw character. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, to, uh, Professor Tanaka. And then Jesse. And Jesse. Yeah. And Jesse. Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 look, wrestling wrestling goes hand in hand with action movies, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that, totally. That's the other reason why when the brainchild of this happened was it was in talks of, man, there's a, there's a lot of ties into wrestling and action movies, and we needed something that brought a little bit more to the wrestling end of it than the action. Cause once we do all the wrestling action movies, there's what 10 maybe that are known enough that people would, you know, care about without going into some of the Marine three Marine four. We brought this guy out of retirement because of his name. You know, they're eventually going to get Bruce Willis because Bruce Willis will show up for one day for a million dollars and you get to put his face on the cover of your DVD. Right. And that, and he's in the movie for 10 minutes. Right. So, yeah. Um, (laughs) So so here's, here's 99% of the reasons that wrestlers act. 
Do you want to, maybe Dan knows this, maybe Chuck knows this. Do you guys know why 99% of it? Well, yeah, money, but uh, it's not why. No, sorry. Partially is they can't bump anymore. Part of it. Well, it's for that Screen Actors Guild health benefits. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're right. Think about I it. Like, once you get a SAG card, yep. they, so wrestling, specifically wrestling, is 99% of the guys are wrestlers as independent contractors who yeah, not correct. only have to yep. pay for all their, you know, uh, uh, flight, flight travel, travel, everything. Yeah. They also yeah. have to cover their health insurance for their whole family. And that's a huge amount, especially if you're a pro right. wrestler. Uh, Terry Funk was one, and I love Terry Funk. And in fact, I'm thinking our Al Leong for our GMBMPW is Terry Funk, maybe. Um, we'll talk about that later. But um, I do love the Funker. Yeah. So he was specific in saying that I did it for the SAG card, you know, and like that to me is, uh, is, is, you know, and then if you think about it, there are other wrestlers that did it like the body uh, at those times, Jesse, they were yeah. doing it for, yeah. for the uh, SAG card to keep that Andre, Andre, you know, Oh my God, the princess you know, I bride, never, you know, I never even realized that. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. To be yeah. honest, that that's that's kind of enlightening to go. That makes sense to go that way because the wrestling yeah. doesn't interfere with the filmmaking. Like you know, it right. doesn't count as going and doing an independent movie, which people that carry a SAG card can't go do. You know, right. you can't carry a SAG card and then go work for something that's not covered under right. SAG. SAG rule. Right. And yeah. vice versa, you can't be non-SAG card holding and go do a movie that's under SAG. So, right. well, that, that makes a lot of sense too. Why a lot of pro wrestlers back in the day, uh, first one come to mind is punk, how he was mad that he didn't get a lot of the uh, movie role stuff that was offered to him. He ended up getting his SAG card, I think through the Flintstones, <laughs> WWE Flintstones cartoon Hats that my kids watch you. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's how he originally got his SAG. Now he's had it since then. He's done what girl on the walls or right. whatever yeah, movie, like that, that horror movie was called or and some other things too. I'm sure he's got it now at this point. Well, yeah. um, I would say Christian got his through for what night fight. Right. Right. Probably you know, yeah. stuff like that. Like, like you're right though. Anytime they can grab one. Yeah. Hell, why wouldn't you? You know, you're not. I mean, you got to get CTE before WWE will pay for anything. Exactly, and that's so sad. Dude. Thanks, Nowinski. Yeah. Look at also yeah. look at it like this: if a lot of your guys are going and getting their SAG card for that, in order for WWE to do their own movies, they have to start WWE films right. and be part of the machine, right? So that when they put a movie out, they're not going. They're not an independent production company. They have to get tied in with that so that they can use the talent that already had their sags. That's a hell of a insight on that. Never thought of that. Yeah. Maybe that's the next thing that uh, Tony Khan and AEW looks towards is yeah. doing something to that extent. Because I know Jericho has been in a few things, got sag. I know there's a quite a few sag people on their staff now. Oh, yeah. Totally. Well, I, I'm yeah. sure that's like four, foremost on their minds if they keep going the way they're going. Well, you know, you Bret know. Hart did the Lonesome Dove uh, TV show, uh, Return to Lonesome Dove, and he was on that as a, as a cowboy. <laughs> How dare you remind me of that crap? <laughs> Never and watched it, thank he God. Was, yeah, he was on it for two seasons, and uh, he actually talked about that, was getting his SAG card, and uh, 
um anyway but yeah it's it's i love lonesome dove the original but there's a totally different story when it comes to the tv show so <laughs> a little different uh, yeah. with the hitman yeah, huh yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah horrible well as we as we as we close into an hour and a, a 20 uh or so minutes we're not doing uh, bad, honestly. No, we're doing good. Is, good for uh, us. You guys, is, is there anything else you guys are thinking about you want to say, or do you want to start going into some of the bits, you think? Well, Jimmy I, has his notebook back out. Oh, Jimmy has something to say. Get your shit in, Jimmy. Yeah, so 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 Stone Cold has done it. He's he's done his comeback here, okay? And, uh, you know. Uh, he got his heat. He's, yeah. he's done his comeback. He's done his And so the creator has vamoosed, basically, uh, from the TV tent. They don't know where he is. So. Vince McMahon is on the run backstage. Exactly. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. (laughs) It was me all along. So Stone Cold has found the base camp. He kills a guard. And then Vinny turns around and notices Stone Cold Michael Myers standing there. He's like so quiet. You know, he's like. It was like so quiet too, you know. Sit down, sit down, <laughs> Yeah, he holds the gun on him, and Vinny's just like, "Yeah, okay, I give up." Drops yeah. his gun, yeah. and Stone Cold's like, "Sit down, son." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and exactly. He tries to plead his case, and he right. goes, I, was, "I don't, I yeah. don't give a damn." <laughs> yeah, I was raped in a prison by natives, and it's like, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you've had a rough life, haven't you? Good thing it's over. Yeah, and then just shoots him. Good thing yeah. it's over. Son, and then just unload. And then the most perfect action movie trope: as the bad guy (laughs) gets away in a helicopter, yes, Stone Cold dual wields SMGs and slows it down because it. They thought it was Wolfenstein, I think. Right. So the the helicopter pilots trying his hardest to keep it together as the engines come back. The blonde girl apparently had ran up the hill behind Stone Cold. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Vinny Jones's leg bomb they took off, pulls the key out and just hands it to the Stone Cold, and he freaking three-point shoots it right yeah. into the helicopter while the guy's watching. Wouldn't yeah. you like, no, get yeah. that shit. I would have Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal back. Yeah, yeah. Be like Matumbo, be like, no, no, no. <laughs> Yes. Not in my house. No, no, no. No, no, no. I dunk on him. Yeah, exactly. And it lands and the helicopter blows up. Yeah. And then the great explosion. Then the blonde girl just walks away. Right. Like well, she hands him the key now so he can undo his. Thank you. And and then we get the Rambo ending of Stone Cold coming down the long driveway, being driven to his girlfriend's house with the music playing in the background in Texas. So, Rambo come home. <laughs> yeah, and, and that shit-eating grin on uh, Stone Cold's face at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To the dulcet tones of Chad Kroger, where's uh, Nate? Where, when we yeah, where's him? Nate with his yeah. natal back shirt? Because I kept going, no, not Nickelback. No. <laughs> not Nickelback. <laughs> Any but you song know, but Nickelback, but that was be, that was 2007, man. Yeah. Beyond Nickelback's bullshit uh, in that movie, all the other music you really hear 
is from the perspective of, again, the subscriber, because they're being flown in the choppers, and he goes, play me something like some old rock. We're playing like playing Black Betty and stuff Black like Betty. that. I mean, it's the Spider-Bait version, but yeah. still, they're playing right. music, and then you hear music at the end, uh, kind of when they're showing the tra- the cr- uh, credits, the, the, um, the highlight reel. Yeah, right. they played their so like best you, of reel at the end. Yeah, so you still get that, too. So it's pretty cool. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I was, dig the way they did it. It yeah. was so dark web that you know they weren't licensing that music. No. You kept looking at that girl and saying, find me something country. Lime find wire me something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, lime wire. wire all <laughs> Kids, yeah, if you exactly. don't know what that is, go to Google and Google lime wire. <laughs> Just Google After, it. Actually, you know what? After don't, that. Do, yeah, don't, don't. If you do that, you won't be able to listen to any more of these episodes because your internet will be shut off yeah. well i was gonna say after that you go google napster and then right. you'll, you'll be caught there right up with is. 2007 oh ralph. man I, I used to i used to love pirating stuff on LimeWire. <laughs> I'll, I'll ralph I'll street right i'll tell you the honest truth my father ralph street uses the legitimate version of napster i'm like dad that is just weird man i'm sorry <laughs> Is he listening to the show on Angel Fire well, too? What is he doing? Could Let me be, stop it. Actually, you know, Geocities? Geocities? Get him out of here. Yeah. I had a friend that would call it Geocities, by the way. So yeah. Charlie, isn't isn't Ralph living up a hill above you? Walk up there and tell him to knock it off. Yeah, yeah What's uh, up Ralph. For, for our listeners, I live in Jimmy's old house. Yeah. So yeah. the houses and vehicles pass through our family's as handy now. That wasn't just Paul's place. That was also Jimmy no. lived there at one time. Let yeah. me say a funny story. My uncle Duell uh, was the best jokester of all time. When 100%. Paul when Paul lived there, he said that Jimmy had had more action in that house than Paul had. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was sitting there too, and I was like, what do I say to that? I, I'm like, I don't, you, don't unless you, you can... sit there with stone cold face and you don't react. And, and and unless you count all the oil changes in the car out in the garage. Beyond that, that's that's exactly. Uh... I was like, oh my gosh, why are you putting me out like that? <laughs> oh man oh, yeah, yeah. that's what happens when you bring family members on yeah, the show exactly. <laughs> yeah tell me about it so oh geez all right you know what well the movie's done now yeah. the movie's done uh let's let's do this yeah All right, Charlie. What's the body count of The Condemned? Well, for an action movie, it's kind of low, but in the circumstances of the movie, it's close quarters. There's only a certain amount of people in it. And, you know, there's only 10 contestants. So 26 in this. So we have the other nine contestants that died, and then all of the TV crew and camera crew and helicopter pilots and counting the three people that the Russian dude killed at the beginning of the movie during his promo. They were doing his <laughs> promo reel, and he was actually killing people. Yeah. Does that count the guy that they dropped out of the helicopter on top of the the? Oh, the pier? oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the first contestant to die. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I love that, honestly. Yeah. I was, the first time watching it, you're not expecting, they push him out of the helicopter, and they no, were not, not over no. water. And dude lands on a tree and just blew through his chest. He yeah. chest bursted yeah. on the island. Yeah, it was. But, it uh, was a, he, I, 
He yeah. let an oak uh, alien come out of him there, an oak tree. <laughs> yeah, he did. He looked like yeah. Wolverine at the end of Logan. It was just. <laughs> I, I like, <laughs> I, I like when when Austin punched that guy. And they're like, ah, he didn't expect that. That was good in the helicopter. Yeah. the helicopter scene was good. I like. Yeah, that. I did like it. So yeah, no asterisks, no nothing. This is pretty much just a run and gun and kill and explode. Twenty six. Yeah, twenty six. Yeah. Well, that's not too bad. I like that. No, it's respectable for the type of movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, even Running Man didn't have that high. Because you don't count the crowd getting killed at the beginning right. during the match. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't know how many. So, yeah. you know, Running Man had a pretty low count as well. So yeah. It, it, it fits. Yeah. It works. Yeah, totally. Totally. All right. Well, let's do this then. I'm loving that. Ah! Loving that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so good. All right, Jimmy, you're our guest. So we we will let you do we will the first. Let you dang Dan. Well, Jimmy, you're gonna I don't know, man. I'm in the middle I'm in the middle of doing like three things as I'm producing this one. I'm sorry. I can see that plus right. you're about two beers in. It's like, <laughs> all right. Well, what? Jimmy. Well, and unlike Steve, bit. I'm actually I'm not pints. pouring these all over me. Yeah, uh, yeah these are pints. Yeah. These are these are yeah. Jimmy as our next contestant on Give Me Back My Action Movies. What do you rate this on the Alleyong scale? Oh man, what? I'm so what? excited. Oh uh, gosh, man, and and it's ten Alleyongs, right? Is the we top ten and halves. halves? So okay, yeah, you can go as low as a half and as high as a ten. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go because honestly, like I look at it. Uh, enough story to make me happy. Uh, a, a likable star, a hateable villain. Um, you know, action. Uh, man, it's not it's not good, fellas. Of course, uh, but no. it's not uh, the worst movie I've ever seen ever. Um, I'm gonna go seven point five Alleyongs. That's where That's I'm gonna respectable. go. That's respectable. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? What? Charlie, how many Alleyongs are you going to give? Uh, well, convention? I'm going to echo kind of what Jimmy just said, and I'm going to just keep throwing in the fact that there was obvious homages to the movies we grew up. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. This movie did it oh, right. Oh, by the way, by the way, Vinnie Jones got the machine gun. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. He uh, says, Merry Christmas. Yeah, and it's, and it's the same machine gun that that Bruce Willis grabs in Die Hard that is a Christmas movie. It you is. heard it here. It is. We're the final say <laughs> because we are give me back my action movies. Yes. We know because Stone Cold said so. What? Um, what? 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 Uh this one what? I'm going to go just a tad higher. I'm going to say this is an 8 because great cast, love how they did it. A lot of Faces that have become more popular now as time has gone. And just like what Jimmy said, it was well written. It kept me entertained the entire movie. It doesn't really slow down. Even the bar scenes are short and crisp. This is an eight. Eight Alion. I like it. Dan. All right. This ain't no two. (laughs) I would say I'm giving it an eight as well. There you go. I really enjoy. Okay. So I enjoy this movie on a few different, 
fronts for a few different reasons. One, I'm a pro wrestling mark. Obviously, you're going to hear that in a few weeks here with me and Jimmy. But what? And I I love Stone Cold. I've always loved the Stone Cold character. I like the Steve Austin podcast when I listen to him. I like at least my perception of who Steve Austin is. I liked, uh, you know, and this movie, I think, is an extension of that character, especially. I don't think in real life he's too far off from what we've seen. I, I don't think he is either, honestly. I mean, he, he is to the point where he wears flip-flops and goes to a vegan store occasionally. But, I mean, you know, hey. I, I, I think he is pretty straightforward in, <laughs> in who he is. Um, and in that note, take a, a sip, a swig of beer here for the working man. Hell yeah. Hey, no. Yeah. What? <sighs> so, um, so I liked it for that. I love Vinnie Jones. I love Vinnie Jones yeah. and Snatch. Yeah. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Gone in 60 uh, seconds. Gone in 60 the seconds. Sphinx. The Sphinx. I, I love Vinnie Jones. Real happy with that. X-Men The, <laughs> the juggernaut, no, bitch. No, bitch. <laughs> I like the fact that I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I go, oh, that's Manu Bennett. I love that. I, yeah. I, I yeah. love the fact that there's people in it now that you look and go, ooh, yeah, ooh, okay, yeah, great. Mm, like it. The action's always going. I, I, I like Black Betty by Spiderbait. I got a thing for that song. I dig it. So all these elements tied together. And then the one thing that I still really like about this movie, I think it, it really touches on two elements of, unfortunately, and I know I'm a cynic, man is the most dangerous predator still. Yeah. And there is some sick bastard with a lot of money who is a sociopath like the bad guy in this movie yeah that one of these days will probably do something like this right well I, and i uh, i'm not holding my breath for it obviously but i'm not surprised that this concept came up on this well, it's, it's you, the concept of hunting man has been around for a long time now right? you've just you've added even more to their homages Hard target was Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, the most yeah, dangerous absolutely. game. Um, all yeah. of those type of you know man versus man. Yeah, running the running man, obviously stuff like that. That's yeah, that's the sure. big one. But I mean, you know, this I don't want to call it a trope, but this is just you know a unique take. I think yeah. on the trope, it, it, this like took a, the best parts of some of the movies we grew up with. And put it in a really nice package that I enjoyed watching. And, and I like the element of almost like a fighting video game, like Mortal Kombat. You have different characters yeah. who have different shticks, different gimmicks about what they are and what they do. Well, that and, fill out that cast. And because yeah. movies and like, like that a lot. movies like this that that did fairly well did open up the thing for doing things like the game, you know, the gamer, which was essentially yeah. putting a human yeah. being. In a video game video scenario, game. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but you know, uh, you know Free Guy, there... you know, that just type of concept of ordinary Joe, insurmountable odds. What the, I think you me. and I, I, I think you and I watched this, Charlie. What was the movie where the people ended up in the office building? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they ended up like, having to fight each other. And then at the end, it's like the building they bl- corporation or something. It's like, uh, 
Yeah. yeah. It's you like know what I'm talking about, Jimmy? It's like a stapler is like on the the poster or the cover or something. A bloody stapler. Something like that. Yeah, like like yeah, like all these people ended up in there and then they all in, realize they're in a game. Yeah. And they they're shooting each other and they think it's not real but it really is bull real bullets not just like paintball lasers or right, something right and they end up killing each other and then they have to like blow up the bad guys in the basement of the parking garage to get out of the building or something yeah all of a sudden well, the door is to, shut down on the yeah. need y'all to throw a name at I, me I like because... like white armor or something oh, i kind of visualize yeah i want to say it's like the built it's something the something corporation or something um, um well, while they, you know, dive into that, I was just looking up how long after, like, movies like The game, the Gamer came out in 09. Yeah. So, you know, that movie probably went, like, right in production once they went up. People like that. And just kind of, plus that was also the up and up for Gerard Butler. That might be a movie we do at some point. It's the definitely Belko the, Experiment? That's the it. Bel- the I have heard of that. Yeah. I have not watched so, it, though. You need to. Is that the one I'm thinking about? That's I'm, it. I'm, thinking I'm pretty sure, man. About. I'm pretty sure. Is that the, the IMDb uh, and take a look Sean, at it. Did, was Sean Gunn involved in that? Or James Gunn, uh, I'm sorry. James Gunn wrote it, yes. That's the one I was thinking of, yeah. So that's the one James Gunn wrote. Yeah, yeah so uh, uh, let's see. Who's some of the... Oh, John McGinley's in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox is in that one. Sean Gunn's in it, obviously, because the other gun had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael Rooker's in that. Right. Michael Rooker. Yeah, all right. He's got such a great voice, man. I just watched him in that movie, uh, uh, Love and Monsters. Not bad. Um, uh, it was. Yeah, I need to watch that. I haven't it, seen it. Yet. It's okay. Oh, I watched him in Mall Rats lately. I love that. Give me one of them <laughs> <laughs> taint taint pretzels. Um, that's right, one of those pretzels. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think that's the one I was thinking about. But uh, anyway, that might be What it. about Surviving the Game with your buddy Ice-T? You guys remember that one? Rugger Hauer, Ice-T? Surviving sure, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, and again, that just comes off of a lot of you know, that, that trope of, uh, you know, rich guy hunted everything. Right. Now he wants to hunt a human being. It's kind of like where they even try to go to a little bit in uh, Roadhouse. You oh, know, yeah. where he's yeah. in the trophy room and he starts going off about, I've hunted every right. dangerous predator and now I've got to face you. You know, it's, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, there's one predator he hasn't faced. Yeah. The predator. The, the predator. predator. Yeah. I Unlike love... Nate, who did, thought there was no predators in Columbus, but, you know, that's. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. That's a different show. Uh, <laughs> ah, bless him. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, as we get towards the end here in the wrap up of things um jimmy thanks for coming on to the show thanks for having me yeah well you, d- you didn't really have a choice and um uh <laughs> and as uh, no you had to do it and as we prepare for the give me back my pro wrestling podcast that will be dropping hopefully before the end of the year knock on wood at least at the very beginning of the year if yeah. i get motivated to get it all done uh the production elements of it then that will be coming out until then make sure you catch live and in living color with wolfie d every week where you listen to podcasts including where you listen to this one yeah thank you 
Uh, Jimmy, you got, you got anything to, to add? Oh man, it's just a fun podcast. It's like a, it's like an interview style podcast that that's more like a conversation. So we have hall of famers, Jerry, the King, Ricky Morton, uh, Coco beware. We're going to have Bushwhacker Luke very soon coming up. Hi. Yeah, mate. Uh, I miss a Bushwhacker. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, we, we've got brought primetime Brian Lee coming up, uh, Shannon Moore, uh, coming up also covering more of Wolfie's career. Um, really just, you know, excited about, um, where things are going with that, but I'm really excited about giving me back my, uh, pro wrestling, honestly. So I'm excited for that. So Charlie, do you, uh, you want to throw anything out there? No, no, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to the show. You know, it, uh, I'm, I'm I think it's going to do some good things. Like I said, we're going to start a whole new feed for the new shows. And just keep building this network of great people. Just want to shout out everyone in the network. Um, it's basically phase two. It is, it's, yeah, it's, it's, our, it's two. our Marvel phase two. Yes, exactly. Um, so some new faces, but some old faces also because we're all old. Um, Charlie's going to be stilt man. Yeah, and you know I might appear once in a while on you know the wrestling podcast, but like I said, I've yeah. never never as big into it even though jimmy and i had the same upbringing and you know appalachia was we had smoky mountain wrestling every saturday after cartoons were over and yes we had all of the um the wrestling figures at jimmy's house yes we would play wrestlers down in the basement of the giant basement in the old old house not this one right um, jimmy did you did you see jericho's debut in smoky mountain i did Him i remember and, uh, that. Storm? yeah did you i was a little ticked about it because i thought they were trying to rip off the rock and roll express at that point but i, sl- I uh, slowly grew to love them uh, as i watched their yeah. matches yeah. yeah yeah down here the rock and roll express are gods you don't yeah. mess with the yeah. rock and roll express well you here. you live an hour and 40 minutes from ricky don't you down in chucky tennessee the skewler morton wrestling skew <laughs> yeah my, my yeah, brother buy his lunch. Morton. <laughs> yeah, buy his yeah. lunch. He'll show up at a show. He will. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. No, it's it's not. And, and if so, that, and wasn't if a, that wasn't him. a dig, that was a legit. <laughs> yeah. promo. And if for so, Ricky. <laughs> someone reminds him. Yeah. Um, on time. Then yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, that happened too. <laughs> and it does happen. All right, so everyone, uh, let me go through my spiel. We want to thank Sludgecast. We want to thank Good Beer Red Movie Night. The other guys on the network, you know who they are listen to them make sure you listen to them they're they're really good stuff yeah, listen to everybody uh we want you to subscribe and comment and rate where you can the podcasts on the network it really makes a big difference for us yep. make sure you get into our facebook groups the conversation going there really does help drive the shows we do and actually kind of shape some of the shows we do as uh, we do take a lot of the feedback from there we do um if you have any feedback, you can always contact us via the Gmail at gmbmampod at gmail.com. Yep. Or you can contact Charlie or myself direct or anyone else on there through the Facebook we're, feeds. We're all available on that. You know, it's not like we're under pseudonyms or fake names. It's it's me and Dan on there. The group is yeah, it's, getting it's, real close to 500, so we're doing awesome on that front. Uh, we're, we're, we're all just a bunch of tater heads and and you know jump on there with us it's, right, it's all good you know enjoy these movies and uh, you know come on over i think it, it's a blast uh we do want to thank mountain empire comics and johnson city and bristol tennessee respectively 
And everyone that's listening, thank you for listening. Continue to listen. We have a lot more things in the works. We have um, things coming up sooner in the works. We have things coming up in the future in the works. Yep. And um, things that we didn't think would happen. And you know what? We may change our mind on everything. So, you know, who yeah, knows this may be the last episode at the end of the day. We don't know. It could be, it could be what it is. We just, it's all subject to change. It, it won't be. I know that I've got a, I've already recorded another horror episode. So we're, oh, we're fine. Okay. We're, we're not the last. We're thank God. <laughs> sludge is what? Sludge is what? 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 Sludge, Sludge will be pissed if we tell him we stop now. He's working on the next big release that we've got yeah. coming well that's what i said we got to work on that one though <laughs> yeah. yeah all right well for uh myself or i guess jimmy and charlie that's don't me. call him chuck, don't call me chuck. <laughs> thanks for kin. listening everybody yeah unless you're kin to him well i guess i got that then everyone thanks for listening uh maybe i'll see you in a few days charlie if i can get away yeah if we can squeeze some time in as we come up for holidays we'll see if we can I've got a loot box somewhere. You have a loot box. I got to come get. You got a bunch of crap a couple doors. (laughs) All right. Everybody, we will see you on the next one. Until then, Charlie, hit him with it. I'll be back. I knew you'd say that.